Now introducing Yolanda Andrews. On May 28, 1982, Calvin and Brenda Andrews bore a daughter, Yolanda Latrice, me. They were a married couple, whom of which were already blessed with two sons and a goddaughter in a home which appeared to be filled with love. Of course, from the outside looking in. Because my family held, because my household held two parents, everyone in the community assumed we were the model black family. My father was consistently employed, and my mother's friends were envious of her stay-at-home status. But behind closed doors, all that seemed to be glittery was not gold. Nonetheless, my mom managed to keep food on the table, clean clothes on our backs, and hugs and kisses. But most nights, Daddy was nowhere to be found. But at 2 a.m., we could count on him to be stumbling loudly into the house, awakening us all, and bearing edible treats. But when it mattered most, we were looking for our father, and he was gone. You see, my father's selective absence set the pretense for my magnetic attraction to physically and emotionally unavailable men. Before my freshman year of high school, he came into my life, ten times my senior, a grown-ass man. He appeared to be the man I was daydreaming about, subconsciously looking for. The search beginning shortly after mommy revealed we were moving in with grandma and daddy wasn't coming. How could you mom? Break up our home? Y'all are married! I said to her with the lump in my throat swelling by the microsecond. With tears in her eyes she chose to stare into my eyes and not offer up any verbal remedies to my questions. I didn't know it at that moment but her silence was key. And as I continued to emerge into the young woman I was destined to be, I would see things not only for myself, but also for what they were worth. For obvious reasons, moving in with my grandparents was no walk in the park. My mom's family, minus my father, two of her adult male siblings, and my grandparents had become the new family unit. Every chance I got, I was gone. And every time she pulled me back, I found a reason to leave yet again. Ultimate disrespect to any and every adult that said anything besides hello to me felt the wrath. Consistent curfew violations, suspensions, staged suicide attempts, alcohol, drugs, risky sexual encounters have become the norm. Yes, while mommy was out trying to secure a paycheck, to move her family to self-sufficiency, while living back at her parents' house after 20 plus years of marriage, while not receiving a dime of child support, one son far away in college, another son still overly comfortable in the nest, a goddaughter deciding to go be with her biological mother by way of randomly hopping a greyhound and there I was, her lovey, showing what appeared to be her true colors. By this time I decided I wanted to go live with my father, but it was no easy task to find him. Was he at bowling league tonight? Dark club attendance perhaps, golfing, maybe fishing. It dawned on me that silence months prior resonated. I was able to draw the conclusion that daddy was nowhere around and it had always been that way, at least far as my memory could take me. 
And as if matters could get worse, I became pregnant with my first child in my junior year of high school. I graduated high school and shortly thereafter, baby number two came. Early on in my second pregnancy, I fell into a depression. Ironically, my big brother was undergoing the same fate. He moved in and we became each other's crutch for as far as one could carry the other. Three weeks shy of my 18th birthday, I gave birth to my second child, a son. And it wasn't up until this point that life had become real for me. My mom sat me down and she explained that since I chose to have children, it would be my responsibility to care for them, solely. I remember her leaving out of my house that day and I fell into the first of many fetal position crying spells. I let those tears fall, wiped my face, and decided the only statistic I would donate to would be the undisputable fact of becoming a teenage mother. But you see, my motherhood journey hasn't gone as smoothly as I had anticipated it to. Things not being peachy is an understatement. My oldest child, a daughter, is now 18 years old. So for my 18 years of parenting, that included multiple relocations, disconnected utilities, worries of where the next meal would come from, lying, cheating, stealing, and whatever else it took to make sure my tribe had, I have been through. However, right here today, with an income of four children biologically, a fifth child temporarily placed in my life for several years, I am still standing. Yeah. I am forever grateful that the Creator chose me to rear his seed. I have lived without direct parental guidance since age 17. I have never been evicted. I have never been to jail. I have never had children use services knocking on my door. I have relied on government assistance at times, and at other times I have stood on my own two feet, always remaining grounded. I have attained two college degrees and was once featured on the billboard for my academic success. I am an independent business owner, and I single-handedly facilitate a support group for parents of children with behavior disorders. You see, I often see my mother telling her, yes, mom, you put me on a bicycle of life, but I taught myself how to ride. So as me and my children each individually spin out of our, spin out of our own cocoons of freeness in the year 2018, the words I uttered to my family while smiling proudly, Slap on butterfly. Yeah.